ladies and gentlemen, what you are hearing is not a mistake. I'm Tom Casadega, welcoming you all back to the one and only Right Hook Podcast. And tonight, I would like to welcome my partner in crime, the Right Hook himself, Right Hook Ray. What's happening, homie? Not much, man. What is going on? I think as a great lyricist once said, been a long time, shouldn't have left you without a dope beat to step to. <laughs> so um, that's exactly what the hell we're doing. <laughs> for the 40 for Aaliyah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I always like that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I Anyway, that's a good thing to randomly start on. How weird is that with R. Kelly? It took that long for people to figure out that he was that weird trying to marry her at like 12 or whatever, 14, whatever. Yeah. That, I can port- speak on behalf of, I hate saying this, my, my, uh, my people. We, we kind of had the gist and we just chose to be like, nah, and we turn a blind eye to it. And then, and then certain cultural things really came up strong and we just had to be like, all right, okay, you got us. Yeah, we 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 definitely let that slide just because he won he won some Soul Train Awards. Yeah. Oh wow, Soul Train Award. That's a, a <laughs> drop right there. Yep, exactly. So just put that in perspective. We did all that because of, because he would win like two or three soul two or three soul train awards a year. And that that kind of was like, ah, he's fine. <laughs> well, damn. Yeah. Okay. But no, but as soon as as soon as I saw as soon as I saw saw the full that surviving doc, I just immediately was like, I knew it. I knew it. I wasn't going crazy. I knew it. <laughs> I fucking knew it. <laughs> and uh. just yeah, and that and those who facilitated and built the infrastructure for that shit to go on. Yeah. 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 Fuck those guys. <laughs> and uh yeah. In that case, I mean just uh to say it this way, we're back like the XFL again. Right. You know what I mean? That's uh this time around some things are gonna be just a little tweaked, a little bit different, a little bit of same, a little bit different. Hey you know this week, that week. You know, that's how we'll say it. I kind of sounded like never mind. Let me just shut up. Uh, You're good. Anyway, I had more of a uh, a monologue here, but I had lost my paper that I had originally written it all down on. And I mean, like, I had a very nice, long, you know, nice little monologue to explain everything and talk to everybody and hash kind of everything out in a way other than, uh, you know, took us a little bit of time, figured out the things that we needed to be able to move the show and to bring it back to where we were. Um, and we got to that point, so here we are. It is uh, technically episode 49, since yeah. Ray went ahead and did 48. Uh, so we have episode 49. I have it written here as episode 49 plus. This one's going to be a doozy. This is uh, three weeks in the making, basically. Hey. We've been trying to figure out a way and get our schedules and our time and get everything all back on a continuous repetitive basis and uh here we are so episode 49 plus rebirth 
Uh, so basically what we've missed, I uh, will start out by saying, you know, uh, thoughts and condolences and prayers to you and your family for the loss of your grandmother. We never got to say that on air, so we'd like to say that on air first. Thank you. And um, nothing but love. 100% on that. Same thing back to you with your loss of your uncle. I this shit's not easy. Uh I can I can dive into what is I don't know fuminating in inside my universe. I just I I I can't articulate it right now cuz I'm just going to I will spew and sound like a nut. And I kind of don't want to do that right now. I I'll be honest with you. I'll say this. I um Growing up, you would lose uh, an aunt here or like a random person here. You know what I mean? Like a grand, you know, whatever can happen, you know, growing up. And as you get older, you start to, I guess, understand life a little bit more. Everybody does do it differently. So I'll say this. I thought I knew what loss and pain and hurt was when I lost my aunt, who was my godmother. I thought I knew what hurt and pain was when I lost my grandma, who was like my, basically like my second parent. She was the, my favorite grandma, like the person I would only confide in type of deal when it, when I couldn't speak, when my parents were all fucked up and I had nobody, nobody else to run to. I knew I could run to my grand. No matter if I was a little dickhead when I stayed at my grams that weekend, or I was great. My grandma always told my parents I was good as gold. My grandma was a fucking fantastic lady. And I thought I knew what pain was when she died. And I, okay, and I died. I, okay, Graham died. You know, and I'm like, oh man, I, I was so hurt. And I would look at my dad and mind this, that was his sister and his mom who died a week apart on the same day. Okay. It was a Wednesday to a Wednesday thing, a week later. So uh, what ended up happening, like, Often, I would just look at my dad and he'd be looking at their pictures on the wall and the the sadness in his eyes. And he would speak, his voice would start to crack and like, you'd be lucky to let him catch a tear run down his face. He would get teary-eyed, he would get upset, but then he would snap out of it real quick because he was one of those not show emotion for a good while in life type of guys. Anyway, I never understood exactly that fucking pain that he was feeling until he died. And then I understood he lost his mom, who was his parent, like his fucking goat, his rock. Well, he was my rock. He was my fucking go-to parent and I lost him. And I, I wouldn't wish that fucking pain on a single person in this world. I literally, that's a whole nother level of pain. And it could be like, exactly like, you know, you, you were more raised by your, you lived with your grandparents. You were raised by your grandparents. I mean, I mean, they were like next door, but they were pretty much like, oh, oh. regular foundation fixtures. Oh, okay. See, I thought you were fucking raised by them. Like, no, you were I mean, yes and no. Yes yeah. and no. So, I mean, okay, that. Um, I, uh, <laughs> brother, I, once I lost my dad, I, it was a whole new understanding. And then I became so numb 
I just kind of understood death that And it sucks to even say it that way, but it's, I can't say it any other way other than that. It was, when I said goodbye to my dad, I realized like that could be anybody because I used to sit there and watch my dad get the phone calls of this friend passed or this friend passed or this one passed or this one's wife passed or, you know, like his friend, Eric and Sarah, who was in the motorcycle accident, you know, like they, I could go down that list of times of those fucking phone calls that he would get. And I would watch his reaction, how he would grab his cigarettes and light a cigarette and like, the shake of the head, the disbelief, the sadness. And he was just so numb to it. But then if, if it was my grandma, my aunt, when he got to the moments of looking at the pictures on the wall, that was when that true sadness would set in because I never understood that pain. Like I said, until I lost him, I find myself doing that exact same thing. Doesn't matter when the fuck it is, what time it is, it doesn't matter. I'll find myself looking at the picture of my dad on the wall and I could just cry. It just... It's something so surreal knowing that, like, that person that their life wasn't, and I don't give a fuck what anybody says. My dad, it wasn't his time. It wasn't. He had so much more. And I, knowing that I never get to, actually hear his voice without it being on uh, a video or knowing that he'll never hold my son knowing that i'll never get to share another laugh or a hug you know anything like that that's the worst pain that i've ever experienced over anything over you know real physical injuries or mental injuries, whatever. But then you just, in a weird way, become kind of just numb to death. Where when you hear news of so-and-so passing or this or that, or somebody went to high school with passing, or it's just kind of like, oh, yeah. uh, you know, you're not like shooken up, you're not crying, you know, you know, I mean, of course you're going to have it, but it's just, not the same anymore just kind of oh if that makes sense yeah i mean i know with me i you brought up a lot of stuff um like it's been challenging in a lot of ways and like probably stupid ways like i usually call home every week and sense everything i i just can't muster muster the ability to look at that number call and I'm used to hearing that voice I'm not gonna hear it you know if I if I go back that's another different subject but like just that or seeing the number knowing that voice isn't there those voices aren't there anymore you know calling home and it's just it's 
it's challenging and and i haven't i haven't been i've been kind of disconnected from everyone since all that just because i a lot of things but just that that's simple thing of like it's sunday or saturday let's call back and i'm like i'll i'll start and i'll hang up i'll be like i i can't right now i can't i i can't and 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 that's nothing against everyone back home it's just i yeah i can understand that and i will say like i i i I don't want this to sound wrong. Like I said to you before, even it's you should try and look at it as the proper of uh, they live the full life and they would want you to be there. Don't give up on your family just because they're not there anymore. You know, keep it going. Keep that. If she held your family together, she'd want you to stay holding that family together. You have to look at all them different fucking bullet points about these lessons that you learned, man. This is the time now where you use them less. Because in life, man, you know, time just kind of fades away. You know, we all end up fucking dying. And it's just, that's the shitty part of it. That was, that's the shit we're not supposed to think of, even though we fucking do. It's... I hate the fact I still have my dad's number saved in my phone. You know what I mean? I hey, I just I understand what you mean. I do. Believe me, a hundred percent I do. But you can't let it be the end of it. You can't. Give that call. Call that random fucking aunt. Call that the one that you said has the big mouth or whatever. Call her. <laughs> call you love her. You know what I mean? Just, you know, do some shit that would make your grandma fucking proud type of thing. Now, I can also say it's been uh, a good long while now. My gram died in 2000 and, uh, 2007. 2007. And um, so anyway, my thing with that is I tried to live by them less. Uh, my grand would want our family to stay together. Well, unfortunately, enough times went past I can talk about it. My family's greedy. Money. My uncle, my aunt, I hate being saved, but even, well, my dad was kind of tapped out, but my dad also would have liked to have the payout. And there was something going on with my grand's house. It was supposed to be divided up between the kids. Well, when she died, my uncle still lived there. And then my aunt fucking started living there. Because my uncle didn't want to sell it and divide up the money. So then my aunt's like, well, I need somewhere to go. I'm moving me and one of my kids in. And they're still there to this day, almost 20 years later. You get what I'm trying to say to you? Yeah. They drove the family apart even more than what it than what it needed to be. I got love for my aunt. I do. On the level of she's my aunt. I have no beef with her. Whatever business is whatever business with anybody else. 
what's between me and her is what's between me and her. That's it. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. I don't give a fuck if you hate this one. I don't give a fuck if you hate that one. Because I don't like her kids. Because one minute, um, they they like me. And, uh, you know, this, that, and the third. I'm cousin. I'm included. This, that, and the third. The next minute, I'm completely forgotten. Or I'm uh, a junky piece of shit. You know, whatever the fuck it ended up being. And I just had so much of it. I was like, why am I still trying to make family with all these people when they can give a fuck less. And after so long of that is when I had to just give up. And I was like, sorry, Graham, you know, sorry. And it got to the point, I hate to even say this, but like my aunt and my cousins used to say shit like, we were Graham's favorites. Okay. Do you feel better like saying that? You know what I mean? Like we all, Graham, what? She had a big enough heart to love us all the exact same way equally. That's why we all got the exact same amount of Christmas presents. That's why we all, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. We all got what we wanted on our birthdays. It wasn't like somebody got left out or somebody, did, you know what I'm trying to say? We all got our shit. We all, you know, it. it's just that. It Money turned into anger, turned into jealousy, turned into greed and hate. And it just... Now my family's just completely kind of divided. Uh, I speak to my aunt on Facebook and stuff, but that's it. I don't talk to any of my other family members from my dad's side, I should say. And I guess I should say I'm okay with that. I am. Because, I mean, I don't want to sound mean, but I'm okay with it. So before... Or any like any before any chance of that happening to your family, just hey, how you doing today? Randomly thought about you. You know what I mean? Fucking hey, you guys want to get together for dinner on fucking blah blah blah? You know, it's a weekend. I'm off. We can fucking drive up or something, or we can meet halfway. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Now, if you're making attempts. And you're trying and nobody's fucking, you know, nobody's appreciating, nobody's fucking reciprocating, nobody's giving a fuck. Then again, like I was just saying, get to that point where you just have to say, fuck it. Of course. But hey, at least you could say you try. Now. Back to what we were originally saying. Yeah. I, uh... We lost, a. Uh, a wrestler, uh, more than a wrestler, we lost a great man, and uh, great influence. Yeah, a father, human being, uh, Jam and Pew, Jay Briscoe, and uh, some people get like, I remember watching people like crying their eyes out like insane like when Eddie Guerrero died and stuff like as if they knew him personally and then everybody was the biggest Eddie Guerrero fan it's happened so much with any, every other wrestler well I must say when Jay Briscoe died <laughs> it was real you know the, the sure you had people that just were like oh yeah the Briscoe brothers aren't my cup of tea 
everybody pretty much had something good to fucking say. If not great to say about, you know, Jay Briscoe. And it was like so sad watching everything just continue to come out and his daughters and how they were injured in the crash and the fucking lady who was on the phone got killed as well. And just Jay Briscoe's wife and family being big enough to say to the fans to like, hey, you know, we're also going to raise money for that little girl's mom who died in the wreck too. You know, that, you know, somebody lost their daughter that day. Somebody lost their wife that day. Somebody lost their mom that day. Just like we lost Jay. And that takes levels of humanity uh, beyond explanation to be able to do that. That lady was driving well on the fucking phone and took him head on and killed your husband and nearly killed your two daughters and yet you're still through their belief in God and power of their Jesus Christ that they were able to uh, forgive and it's crazy when you look at it but I can respect it and I can understand it um I don't know if I'd be able to have the same forgiveness so quick, personally. Same. But I definitely can respect the way that they ripped. Um, it was, anyway, to get off kind of the subject mm-hmm. of death, Good lives can be remembered by uh, people who speak them into existence. I actually, when we were driving today, me and my wife and my son, we were driving back to Pittsburgh. And I was talking about some of my dad's friends and some of my uncle's friends. Just like random funny stories about these dudes. And I had said to her, like, wow, you know, those are some names that I guarantee you probably haven't been spoken in years. Because the majority of them dudes didn't have families and kids or they would have a random daughter who didn't talk to them or, you know, they might have a kid, but you know what I'm trying to say? Shit like that. I, uh, it was really nice to be able to do that. And that's one thing you can always do to keep people's memory alive just by speaking into existence. They will never die if you're able to tell their story to the next generation. That's why even today we hear stories of fucking, you know, like Abraham Lincoln and shit. I know that's a terrible fucking, you know, uh, example. I but you know what the fuck yeah. I'm trying to say. Celebrate it, don't mourn it, and that's uh. A lesson that took me a long time to fucking learn. Long time to learn. Still learning it. Let me be honest with you. Still trying to figure out every little... Will I ever? Fuck no. But I'll keep trying. That's for sure. So anyway, like I said, let's get off the best subject a little bit. This weekend, we had fucking WrestleMania. WrestleMania 39. (laughs) Hollywood. Uh, 
then they announced, you know, next year, WrestleMania 40 is in Philly. I mean, which we already kind of knew they yeah. shipped last year. Uh, anyway, 40 Philly, uh, Lincoln Financial Field. I've seen all of the fake wrestling fans, I should say, from my fucking hometown, the ones that used to make fun of kids for being wrestling fans, the one who used to pick on kids, i.e. pick on me and Vinny for being wrestling fans and all these fucking schmucks and sluts and stuff that want to fucking magically are wrestling fans. Oh, I can't wait to go there and I'm going to be in there and all this goofy shit and all this dumb shit. You hypocritical fake fucking wrestling fans. Like one in particular before I continue my story. I don't know to post this thing and it was it's 1998 on a Friday night and you're watching Stone Cold Steve Austin beat up Vince McMahon while you're drinking a surge, eating uh, Doritos 3D or something. <laughs> and I'm looking at this shit, and I'm like, well, it wouldn't have been a Friday night. night. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? And like, I'm just looking at this fucking thing. And I looked who shared it, and I'm like, oh, it was this motherfucker. The same dickhead who used to literally say this exact line. You like watching men roll around in spandex. <laughs> You like men roll around with each other in spandex, <laughs> like shit like that. And me and Vinny used to be like, oh, yeah, real original, bro. Real, real original. Like all this shit. Like you like dudes in their underwear. We're in like eighth grade and everybody's like, <laughs> yeah, fuck you. And now magically, you know, you're wearing Stone Cold Steve Austin t shirts and shit. Like you're cool. Yeah. Because you're fucking fat. And I, I don't know. It just irks me when I see that. So anyway. WrestleMania yeah. was announced for Philly, and it that's... irks me too with certain people. I'm just like, okay, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, you know what? I'll Literally. let you have this, I'll bro. That's why this. I don't show my wrestling fandom and shit online anymore. It's just not worth it. They make it embarrassing to be a wrestling fan. To be honest with you, and not even just them, people in general that are wrestling fan. I just can't do it. I I don't know. I just I used to. I don't know. I used to be all right with it. But now I'm just not like that's why if you look at like my Facebook, you don't see wrestling shit there. You know what I mean? You 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 don't. And I mean like I get it, but I've also I'm in this weird spot where oh my, for, for, for my existence, I've had to kind of shelf it, shelf it, shelf it, shelf it, shelf it, mask it, mask it, mask it. I'm not masking or shelving. I'm just not sharing dumb shit on Facebook, and dumb shit onto my fucking timeline to where these fucks could try and have a conversation with me and act like they could keep up with my fucking knowledge. <laughs> That's what the fuck I'm trying to say. Ultimately boils down to that. Like, just... I mean, like I'm also that guy that's like, listen, if you want to, if you finally want to come into our universe, no. uh, thanks. Thanks, I, I guess. I, Thanks, I, I guess. But just understand, understand, understand that there's layers to this. Call me a gatekeeper. I don't even want to try to begin to explain the fucking layers to them fucking morons because no, no. I'll even say it like this. Something like some of the highest rated YouTubers and shit haven't even been lifelong wrestling fans. Brian Zane only started watching wrestling when he was like 13. In like 98, 99 or whatever the fuck it was. 99, 2000, whatever he says this week. So magically fucking he has. All, I mean, okay, bro, you want to just cling on to something. 
try and learn everything about it to make yourself this over-the-top super fan. You could go, okay, that'd be like me saying, I got a better one. In high school, my favorite band was The Doors. In this weird way, Vinny was like, my favorite band's Incubus, I claim Incubus. And we're like, oh, I didn't know we were claiming Naming things. Claiming thing bands. Okay, cool. But anyway, cool. Okay. So he went, got every single book, every single CD, anything you could possibly think of. He fucking read up on and learned about Incubus so that he could try and, like, if you said something, he could just school you on it. That song's not on that album. And he's just been doing that and building that for, you know, the uh, past few years, we'll say. You know, we've been out of school almost 15 years. Um, anyway, it's been that way since, you know, at least our 11th grade year. And now, like I said, we're 15 years, 16 years out of high school now. My whole thing is, is uh, yeah, you could go get any bit of a piece of knowledge you need, read up on it, do all that shit, cram it all in there. Does that really make you like a real diehard fucking fan? Or does that make you like a clinger on or who joined the party? Compensating? Yes. It's almost like the rich kid who like needs needs to show up. He needs to kind of almost show off. And I hate to say that because I'm not like saying Vinny in general talking shit. Like, yes, essentially in that way because. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, okay, one, you know, why, why you singled out that band we were choosing. Yeah, that's random. You know what I'm trying to say? And then two, it's like, oh, okay. You learned all the facts and you learned like who the first bassist was. And, you know, you could tell me what songs on album number two, you know, whatever. But at the same time, do you... How do I say this? How do I say that? Is there that real, like, you know what the fuck I'm trying to say? It's that unspoken. Is there that pure emotional connection? Yes. That real emotional connection. Real real emotional connection that makes you feel something of substance. Yes. If, If that's not there, then call me grumpy old man or gatekeeper, as like, as you said a few seconds ago. Then no, then no, that is not you. You can post the little '90s meme of "It's Friday," blah 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 blah. I lived uh-huh. it, I lived it, I lived it, and yeah. I and and then my Friday nights consisted of open gym basketball, surge pizza, and three D Doritos. And Monday nights was sitting in front of the TV, channels twenty one and twenty two, from eight to like ten, eleven o'clock, nonstop clockwork faithfully. Mm. What, and and what were you doing? You were probably you were probably like on aim trying trying to be something that like you're basically not. Yeah. My if I you'd had 21 and 22 on you'd had C SPAN one and two on. Yeah, it was 21, 22 for us was TNT USA. Oh shit. Yeah, and then, that was C SPAN one and two. And then ESPN was like in like the 30s. ESPN was 27, Nickelodeon was 26, USA was 25, MTV was 24, FX was 23, and then what? 
Seven was Fox. Eight, six was a ABC. Eight was NBC. Twelve was NBC. I'm sorry. Twelve was NBC. Um, thirteen was the preview channel, like the TV Guide channel. That was channel three for us. Um. Yeah, thirty six was TNT. Thirty five was TBS. Or vice versa. TNT was 35, 36 was TBS. 40 was Disney, 39 was Cartoon Network, 38 was the Fox Family Channel, the ended up being now the whatever the fuck it's called. Freeform. Freelance. Freeform. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Those are the channels. ESPN was 27. ESPN 2 was 28. Uh yeah. Those were those. Yeah, I think for us it was. 35, 36 was ESPN, ESPN2, MTV was 38, Comedy Central was 39, Nickelodeon was 42, and I think BET was like 29 or 30 or 33. And that's all I remember, but I'm 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 pretty sure w- once this drops and anyone who, who grew up around me would probably will, will probably make a correction or two, but that feels pretty right. <laughs> but definitely 21, 22 were were automatic channels on on Monday. Monday night football did not matter. No. Anything no. like and like anything that happened on Monday night football, I would get up early anyway the next morning at six, pop on Sports Center, be all caught up speed. See, and that's one of the things like <clears throat> even like growing up my my friends even would say to me, like, they all had other shit. They're Ghostbusters, they're Ninja Turtles, they're different Power Rangers and shit. That type of deal. I had nothing come close to taking over wrestling except for pokemon came this close never took it over wrestling was still number one pokemon was second for sure i just i was always a wrestling kid i was a even when it wasn't wrestling on tv i i was what you would call a tape trader i was constantly trading tapes i had only a select few people that i knew watch wrestling i knew they had tapes and we would fucking trade tapes. Vinny had a neighbor next door to him, and he was this slow gentleman. His name was Gary. I would send Vinny tapes. He would send them to Gary, get tapes from Gary's collection, and send them to me. This dude had boxes of magazines and tapes. Just boxes. And he would be, we'd go over to Vinny's house. He'd be more than okay with just, here, read whatever you want. Watch whatever you want. Borrow whatever you want. And that's how it was. Like, that's how you, you know, I seen a lot of the different other shit that, you know, even when I was younger, I had my brother who was sort of in the weird Japan, you know, ECW type of deal. Say hi. Hi. You know the show wouldn't be the same without our random run-in special guest, oh, yeah. Tommy. You know, oh, from, all at that time. Yeah. Oh, You're a lot, but yep. Say night night. Night night. Bye, bud. Bye bye. Bye. Love you, bud. They love you. Bye, Baba. Bye, Baba. Oh, Bye. Bye.
And that's the best thing in the world right now. That's what I keep going for. But yeah, so I mean, I, I don't know if it's just because it's this old nostalgia thing. Oh, I oh I remember hearing about this, but you don't remember it because yeah, because you were one of the wall that came crashing down. Like, oh, you like that stuff? Like, yeah, I do. I couldn't tell you how many times I from I'll I'll say it this way from third grade to seventh grade would literally get picked on for being a wrestling whether it be a wrestling shirt a wrestling folder whatever drawing wrestling i remember in third grade one time i had these fucking crayons and they were different colors and just but based off the color i named them after different wrestlers and i was wrestling my crayons because i really wanted to play with my figures miss heinlein my teacher she caught me and made me quit well anyway the one fucking kid that was in my class there, I'm going to redact his name. He uh, was a little dickhead and thought it was super fucking funny and tried to clown me and clown me. Bro, I couldn't tell you how long in this fucking class. So then he got the, I hate to say this way, but the one ghetto kid who's now in jail for being a fucking uh, thug, just like I predicted back in the day, like that kid's going to grow up and kill somebody. He didn't kill nobody, but he's a fucking crazy human being. He got that kid involved. And then that kid was picking up. And that over crayons. Looking back at it, over crayons. That same kid, not the crazy one who's in jail, but the same kid that picked on me on Facebook post shit like that. And I'm not using names because I don't want to get to that point but that same human being is now magically this wrestling fan that knows about the same era that he was picking on me on type of deal you know what i'm trying to say yeah it's just you know yeah you know what i'm trying to say so i i've i've kind of chalked it up as you're you're either you're either just doing this because it's a fad or yes, 100%. back then or back then you low key liked it, but didn't want to, didn't want to be singled out amongst, amongst your circle for liking it. So what you did was you doubled down and just projected and shit on it. When, when as soon as you get home on Mondays, you're doing the same thing that we're doing. <laughs> I don't know because I don't know. I just, it, I can't see that person being that person. You get what I'm trying to say? But they're that person that jumps on fads like flies jump on shit. So it's definitely, it's almost like how the fucking, the Kardashian broad should wear a Nirvana shirt or a Rolling Stone shirt or a Kiss shirt. Sure, you might have heard of them. You really fucking even know them type of deal. You know what I'm trying to say? No, you. Okay. You know the. You know, it smells the illustration, like the illustration and like the mythology ish. Yep. And that's it. And that's it. It's like, okay, if you go to Spencer's and you see all the kiss stuff that they have or all the, you know, what I'm trying to say all those, all those Nirvana shirts. Yes. And that's what I'm trying to say. It's and just, it's, and I can't begin to see like how many kids I've seen wear like never mind t shirts. And a part of me just wants to be that gatekeeper. 
and and just ask like, do you know one song that's not named blank? Well, and just, hey, and just be flabbergasted. Let me let me do this. Just right before WrestleMania, the Friday before Mania on WrestleMania SmackDown, they had Rey Mysterio, Santos Escobar, and the gang reform the LWO. And what did I say to you when I sent you that fucking thing, when I told you that shit? Anything to make a buck off of something fucking retro. Mm -hmm. Anything vintage that might have a little bit of fucking money value in it, if it fits the scenario, use it. Always remember, bro, we were this close to getting a new wolf pack with rated RKO. Kevin Nash was going to be the manager. It was going to be Edge and Randy Orton and a third man. So never forget it, it could fucking it just depends on this it does it fit yes no can we make money off it long term yes no so now you take ray who's your veteran luchador who was in the lwo for a week a week before eddie kicked him out and then the whole fight thing happened to begin with anyway ray who's the veteran lucha with Santos, who's the new now top kind of, they see him as the next, you know. Kind of like the parent. Yep. And then you get the other two, you know, Lucha Suits and Zelina Vega, and you've got yourself a new LWO. Slap a fucking old, old name tag on something new. Bang, bing, bang, boom. There it is. The shirt value, the LWO shirts used to literally be selling online for $10, $9.99. Now they're $25 a piece. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Amazing how that works. <laughs> yeah, bro. Which means uh, means we're not that far off from like a Chuck and Billy rehash. <laughs> no. <we're> not- <laughs> Can't go away. I had to get that out of my system. Or something Maybe. of that nature or of that time period that was like, do we really we need to rehash? You wanted the Chuck and Chuck and Larry rehash. I mean, wow, Billy and Chuck rehash. You got pretty deadly on NXT every week. Go watch them. That is an excellent guy. Never would have... see. I I see them as just like Zoolander knockoffs because I I can't lay my finger on it. I'm like I can't lay my finger on what the hell this is supposed to be. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're like androgynous fucking fashion type question your sexuality gay guys type mm-hmm. of thing. That's what I get from it. I don't know. I just, I, I don't know. There's, again, levels to that shit. It's just, you know, especially the ones that made it a point to make it a, a hard time for you. Like you said, okay, they could have been closet wrestling fans or whatever. It's just annoying as fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's it, takes the the, ass. it takes the fun out of people that actually would be enjoying this shit right now. It just, to me, it's, and sure, it's the whole thing of, oh, put it out of your mind and don't let it, you know, get you. Sure, I could say that. I could try my hardest to do it. But then when you see it, you know, you're like, oh, man, I don't want to be wearing the same shirt as all these fucking schmucks. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say to you? It just, I, that's not me, man. Because then the, other people see it, they're like, oh, look, he's wearing that shirt. Like, here we go. I collect Harley Davidson shirts. There's a thing me and my dad used to do. Now, all of a sudden, with all the Kanye West shit, wearing all them goofy fucking shirts and stuff, now all those are like a fashion trend Fashion thing. piece. See, I didn't know that because I've checked out on Kanye, so I've just wiped him out of my memory. 
old vintage like Harley Davidson shirts and like old shirts that have like wolves and stuff on them and all that through the fucking roof with money right and I just I don't know man I my whole thing is it I it's something I liked before and now it's a trend and I just it's being streamlined yeah like sort of streamlined like it's like oh and again yeah it's like nothing to do with like race or anything and you know that yeah but it's it's more of the fucking the fact that now if i wear it people are gonna be like oh look he's you know he's trying to fit it. yeah look at that old man wearing that kanye west shirt no bro this is a fucking 1988 fucking harley davidson shirt from toronto thank you <laughs> yeah it sucks that this is today's day and age you know nothing's new everything's all rejuvenated re rehashed remodeled yes because nothing's new and that's the honest to god truth bro and then you get these new fucking things that are considered new new nowadays is that oh what the fuck that blue face guy and his girlfriend that beat the fuck out of each other all the time I, I, I get bits and pieces of it again. Today's rap, I'm very much like, yeah. People like Kim Kardashian are still in the top spots. And you have like, you know, news about if Pete Davidson's getting vagina tonight or not. You know what I mean? And it's just all aspect of the celebrities, man, suck. Like, there's just not, you know what I mean? Like, what happened to the good old days? The good old days. Give me some Walter Matthau. <laughs> Jack Lemon. You know what I mean? Fuck me running, dude. I know I'm old now and shit, but it just, you know, I don't know. I, I finally reached that point of being like, ah, oh, these kids and their shit. <laughs> you know that, what I mean? That's, that's kind of where I'm at sometimes. You want something, I'm just like, all right. It brought me by, what, two years I know. That's why. It, it, yeah. So like, I, I, I'll give it a college try on certain things, and then I'm like, this is just not. This is not feasible. <laughs> this is not feasible. This, this is just a bridge too far for us to connect on. <laughs> this is just a bridge. This bridge is too far for us to ever connect on this one. Like, you guys see it your way. I got to see it my way. Cause, yeah, yeah. Especially rap music, especially rap music. I'm like, bro, there was a, I seen that thing and it was, who the fuck shared it? Somebody we know. It was, it wasn't you because you shared like one that actually had decent choices of music of like it was Eminem and all that. This one had that blue face guy, had that uh, Ice Spice girl, and had two other unknown to me at least rapper people on there. And it was like, whose music catalog you got for the ride or something like that. And some people were commenting, Oh God, none of them, this, that, and the third. And like, none of them. I am, I am so pulling the ox cord out. <laughs> so then I'm like, okay, let me check out. I didn't know that that blue face made music. Let me check out one of his songs. Terrible. I will say you are Terrible. a brave soul. You're a brave man. Terrible. So then I was like, let's see what this ice spice chick. Terrible. 
terrible music. Horrendous. I, I literally like scrubbed my Spotify of it. I was like, oh God, I don't want any of my mentions to be like, you might like this. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like next I'm getting like Ariana Grande and fucking shit recommended for me. And then, no, there goes my algorithm. But anyway, that's the fucking, the route, the route, the fucking gout of, uh, you know, the ups and downs of annoying wrestling fans and things that come along with it. Fake ones and all. Clinger honors, I should say. But uh, moving on with that, with WrestleMania being what it was, what's your overall grade for WrestleMania? Out of 10. Out of 10, what? I'm probably... Being the highest one being lowest. lowest. You know. I'm I'm going to lean towards five. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm just going to lean towards a five. Um, it it wasn't... Off air? Say what? Is that because I said I, I was going to go four out of 10 off air? No, no. That, 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 that had nothing to factor into it. It's just... I'm the bad have... stuff was just... It is just in it's it you just can't defend it. It's bad and it tanks your grade. But the few good things at least keep it above water. And then there's like a couple things that that are head scratching that like you could have been like, well, why didn't this go in instead of this? Why didn't that happen instead of that? But like, but like the good stuff is like great. Perfect, nailed it, got it right. And the bad stuff is like, why? It doesn't need to be this way. You didn't like not everyone has to play in in, in some in some in some situations. So it it, it just it, it went in with big, big, big expectations and it fell short of it. It it it, it failed. It, it it failed the expectations and I know, I know there are some people that were let down because a certain someone didn't didn't show up. And it's like at this point, I I don't completely care. You, you know, if that if that certain someone can, you know, fit us into their busy schedule, great, cool, nostalgia will kick in. It always works, it never fails. And if he doesn't, then this is just a chance to do what all of us kind of want to see. And that's create new stuff, or at least try to. And so, yeah, I, I landed on I landed on on a five, and it's probably because of a couple things that I don't know why, but but they're stuck in my craw, and I I wish they were slightly altered. But but I totally I, I totally get you saying a four and you and you and other people that like I, I know being like this wasn't great. I also understand where certain people really like it. It's like okay, cool. I'm just 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 for me in my senses and the expectations I had on certain stuff, it landed me at five. <laughs> I'm one of the few people that actually like the fucking Cody ending. I'll go ahead and say hi to the elephant in the room. <laughs> the whole thing was, and I even went back and looked, you even posted on Facebook, you were <laughs> disgusted 
that Roman Reigns retained. You in that moment, yeah, yes, I was. Uh, in that moment, my dick. No, no, in that moment, I was because you, friends, because, because said, I have been invested in this thing stop, from day let one. Talk, let me talk. Let me talk. So then you guys had a fucking puffy powwow about how Roman's overrated now and. How I did not fucking... say that. I did not say Roman's overrated. I have you not said buddy. that. You and your buddies. So I did not say. I did not say Roman's overrated. All the only the only, only thing I said was tonight should have been the night. Stale and all your little friends and you're liking their comments. It's getting stale. Roman stale. They used Cody. They made him a dork. No. So then, I come along to you and I'm like. Hey, man, how'd you like Mania? And you're like, it fucking sucked, man. Fucking Cody didn't win. It fucking sucks. I'm like, nah, it didn't, man. That was fucking good. And I was like, now look at it this way. The comeback story. Screwed out of the championship. Just like his dad at his highest moment. They build him up like a fucking horse for a fucking year. Only to have him lose the biggest man. Now it's the rebuild. Now it's the chase to make it more fucking... Ju and I went on that whole tangent. I'm not going to do it again. And then you're like, oh, that's fucking great. I love how we're smarter than the 1% of wrestling fans. I've been sitting on this for a week. I was like, wait a minute. We? Well, I just bring on to my fucking opinion. No, no, it's just... In that moment, in wrapping in the moment, yes, I was like, I wanted this. I'm invested. Then you go back and you fucking post it like, oh yeah, it's such a such a mythical fucking uh, mind fuck of a story that they let us on. Oh yeah, motherfucker, can you ever think original? You yes, I do, bro. I wouldn't care if you bit my ideas, but as long as you gave me credit, I wouldn't give a fuck. But I'm then you say, I'm just saying it. it at that night when it happened, I'm like, fuck, this is terrible. I'm locked in. And then once we had our conversation and I let it marinate, I, I was like, okay, all right. I'm like, you know what? Did not see it that way because I've been blinder vision. This has no, to be it. Story must be complete. Give us, just, just give us this thing now. And I kind of dis, dis, dislodged the whole chasing, chasing concept. I totally dislodged it. I was just like, no, can't happen. Won't happen. It's been right there the whole time. And that's what I even said. I was like, it's been right there the whole fucking time. And it's just, anyway, I, that's some of the reasons why I don't love showing my wrestling fandom. You know what I mean? I just, I, I love a good debate. Never mind. Let's move on. So anyway, uh, the Raw after Mania was just about as, if not, well, yeah, let's be honest. It was a lot fucking worse. A lot what I've heard in the updates that you told me, I still have not gotten to watch it. I plan on it tomorrow. Um, I've only seen the highlights of the end, which I'm assuming is not the full thing, because apparently it was much longer, <laughs> a much longer piece of business than what I've seen so far. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, I it was a, the worst Raw in a while. No, it's the lowest. The lowest one in Raws with one of the worst ratings ever. So, 
you know, with all the other good news that was spreading that day, I don't know if they just didn't care about that or they thought that that was just no. And then Mulligan, you, motherfucker. Then Tuesday morning it came out. Vince was completely in control of Raw. Completely. He was on the headset in the main spot in Gorilla. Hours. Triple H is fucking standing in the fucking ring. Oh, WWE's everything's staying the same. Same stuff that you love. Everybody that you love. We're going to be right here. Vince is back on fucking creative. That's why the whole thing with Bailey happened. Magically, there was going to be a segment. Apparently, she was supposed to turn on damage control. She didn't want to do that and walked out. She tweeted that fucking tweet about every love story comes to an end. Bye. Uh, Trinity Fatu retweeted it with the tell them girl or whatever the fuck or whatever. And then Dakota Kai's tweeting her that she loves her and stuff. No Bailey, no mention of Bailey whatsoever. No mention of her spot the night before at WrestleMania. No mention of Trish, no mention of Lita, mention of Becky Lynch, nothing. Remind me to never want the fixation to ever grow a mustache, just a mustache. A beard, yes. Mustache, no. Because he... He looks like a swollen corpse with that, just the way he looks. <laughs> plastic surgery and stuff. It really looks like a bloated fucking corpse. And I, then it, it looks I'm like trying to think. He tried to dress up as Gomez Adams for Halloween and died. That's what it looks like. Yeah, I'm, I gotta admit, the... Uh... The dye job's a little bit appalling. <laughs> it's a little bit much for me. A little bit. It's it is it is a little bit much for me. I'm like I don't know who who or what is giving you the okay to want to do this, but you can't now. do this. <laughs> yeah, like, once like like he's he's doing like the Jerry Lewis special, and I just I nah <laughs> no <laughs> just just no sir no no. But I, but old Vinnie Mac. If, if 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 this is the inevitable, then I'm so I'm gonna be like a lot of people and be a little disappointed because because there was like a a little bit of a window of like wow things are different things are going in a, a different direction and and stuff was going on the uptick and then once the stuff circulated that you know. Certain old man was kind of getting back in the fold and was in the fold, nosedive. So I don't know if if the new partners see that and are gonna be like, eh, maybe, maybe we need to find a way to get him away from that. But like, keep him, but 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 keep him around and give him like a cushy title and position, but he's not anywhere near it, which is what I hope in its endeavor. And I, I, I kind of hope that whoever oversees that shit is like, what do you mean huh. he does? What do you mean he does? God, then yeah. See all that? That's why everybody's saying how smart he is, bro. That was part of the deal. He is 50-50 on top of Endeavor with that other fucking guy. That's it. With uh, Ari Manuel? I, I think I think it's the guy's name. His name's right not here. So <laughs> anyway... Look at they have they posted the fucking chart of who's what what and everything. 
Nick Khan's the fucking president and CEO or CEO or the fucking WWE. Dana White's still UFC. They have fucking a couple other people around them. Vince and that guy are on top. The fucking the guys. The guys. Vince sold his own company and was still able to fucking run the motherfucker. And he's smart. We can't knock him for that. No. As as frustrating as it is, yes, he's a smart businessman. He always has been. Yeah. And I just even that's why I said you must not have watched that uh CNBC fucking interview yet. I no, no, I have not because I'm just the I just don't want to look at that mustache for more than a minute. The lady literally says to him, she was like, uh, so are you coming back? Are you gonna be involved with the creative process in WWE? And he said, uh, to a certain point, yes and uh, no. He said, I'm not going to be deep down every week in the weeds. I just don't have time for that as much as I'd love to. I just don't have time for that. But the overall process of creative, yes, it'll go through me. It'll be, yeah. So there you go. There's right there. Triple H might still be the, as they say, even on fucking Monday, oh, the head of creative. Okay, but you still got to pass it through Vince. You still got to make sure that Vince is okay with it before you're able to put it through anyway. So yeah, you know, I was going to say the, the, the final buck goes through Vince. Yeah, just like it always used to have mm-hmm. to. So now all of a sudden it's fucking back to that because Vince wants to fucking make sure Endeavor gets their terrible product. Okay. Okay. That's fine. If that's really what the fuck they need, all right. At this point, there's nothing we can do to stop any of that. Sure, there's like all them fucking weirdos on Twitter, like hashtag fire Vince. You really think that's gonna work? No, because because it hasn't yet to date, <laughs> and right. there's a lot on the table that could easily get that going, they and not... probably more stuff that hasn't even scratched the surface yet. Yeah, they would not bring down the chairman for fucking no, for some kids on Twitter whining about Vince. <laughs> they just wouldn't. They just wouldn't. I don't know. I just. I'm glad there's alternatives to wrestling. Let's say this because I could see a lot of the product kind of just going back to what it was. I.e. Liv Morgan and Raquel Gonzalez randomly picking up that win. You know what I mean? I just the whole Brock and Cody thing was such a Vince angle. That whole Raw after Mania just stunk of Vince McMahon. Period, point blank. It just, it's how you knew kind of the boss was back. Just the random pointless segment with Riddle, the even more pointless thing with Rollins. And then the video even came out, you see from the crowd phone, and it's Rollins being told by production that his segment's cut and he's all jacked off. Have you seen that yet? I I have, and I was like, weird person to do that to, but oh, okay, because I thought that you know Seth was in like a safe spot with either uh, the new regime or old regime, but I apparently not. So, and just <laughs> riddles, riddle. I know, I know that people love him. It's okay. Like if he's gonna do this. Play the hits, fast times, nonsense. I'm, I'm more than good. It's like you could have stayed away, a little yeah. bit longer. 
like as long as we get some like serious badassness element to him but if it's going to be scooters flip-flops ci animals flying all over the place and shit i'm um it was giraffes that came out this week on raw when he came back bro it's yeah um i'm more than good thanks i'm more than good yeah more than good they, that's that whole stoner gimmick is printing money for the people that like Riddle and WWE and everything and all the fucking fans that like it. That's a way to print money. You, you just, I don't know. He's over with too many people and not not liked by enough. I guess I should say. If he's, that makes enough. Is he over with the right people, right crowd, but doesn't piss off? The certain people in crowd that can make the pivot, yeah, kind of kind of situation. He's liked by the right people, and the wrong people that don't like him don't matter. You get what I'm trying to say? Like it, it falls down to that. You can have some random lesbian, you know, chick, whatever they want to identify themselves as, on Twitter, upset about Riddle dating a porn star and doing coke off her boobs or whatever, and posting it on Twitter. Compared to them saying, like, cancel Riddle, we don't want him there. Compared to, look, he's back on Raw just a few months later. Uh, hello? Yeah. See what I'm trying to say to you? Yeah, and I'm just like, I'm just like, all right. I'm like, cool, he's back. Let's just... Raw rolls on. <laughs> Raw, Raw rolls on. Cool. Yeah, I can't say that enough. Um, actually, here's a random thing. Have you seen all this shit about Vicky Guerrero came out with her husband and her daughter? Eddie's daughter? No. Yeah, so... Oh, God. Uh, this is all, I can only say this, I just legal thing, I can only say this is all speculation until anything's legally sorted out. Uh, Eddie's daughter came out and was saying how Vicky's new husband, that guy Chris that she's with, had been molesting her for years. He had been sexually abusing her, and Vicky knew about it and left it happen. And Vicky chose her, or chose him over her. Well, Chavo sided with the daughter, and then Vicky came out with this crazy rebuttal that just didn't back her favor too much well at all. She's threatening to sue and being all petty, talking about, for the fans that believe her over me, fuck you don't need you anyway and like all this shit if eddie was here eddie would have killed that guy you know that's why i was just gonna say this just makes a sadder story worse essentially like Mm -hmm. and then vicky's bashing her daughter like you're a mental case i tried to get you help and you wouldn't take it and like just burying her daughter and she's like as far as i'm concerned we're no longer related and i was like well there's that So, somebody was pretty upset about it, I should say. If there is no truth to it, you wouldn't have to react that way. Bro, that's what I'm saying. Look into it. Like, it's kind of fucking crazy, because the daughter made mention about, like, how the dude bought her a car after doing some fucked up shit to her. In, legitimately, in Vicky's rebuttal, she's like, how are you enjoying that car that Chris bought you, huh? When you wrecked your other one, huh? No, she said it was something else. Uh, who knows? It was a payoff. 
You know what I mean? Like I said, it's uh, hearsay at all at this point. You know? All speculation. Just so we don't get to. God damn it. Just <laughs> yeah. damn it. Come on. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, like that whole thing is still fucked, no matter how far removed we are. And just this, just, yeah. Yeah, fuck. Uh, I'm yeah, fucked up. Fucked up. Regardless mm-hmm. if it's hearsay, rumor, innuendo, or fact, it just it it just adds to a really sad story. Yep. That doesn't need anything else added to it, because the yeah. whole dynamic of that story alone is sad. Another crazy story this weekend from WrestleCon: the whole Rick Steiner Giselle Shaw thing. Did you see all that? Yeah, I saw that. And uh, my first reaction was, this is probably not going to look well for for young Bronson. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this probably is going to put him in some kind of a doghouse, even though it was nothing WWE-related per se. It's well, just I, a regular con fest something. Yeah, it was WrestleCon. Yeah. I, I'll say it this way. Now, back in the like day, if that would have happened, oh, yeah, he'd have definitely been punished. Nowadays, I think they're able to see that and be like, oh, that was your dad, not you. You weren't even there. You know, just, I mean, yeah, he did lose the title to Carmelo Hayes and everything. But I just I don't think that that was the reason. You no, know what I mean? no, that wasn't. I don't think that factored in the uh, they had released the early proto images for the Rick Steiner elite, you know, 102. And then this comes out. I'm like, well, that figure is going to get scrapped. I was going to say, how how fast is that going to be X-Made? Mm-hmm. And I could see that happening. So, I don't know, man. Then, then I, I know I've heard throughout the years that Brick's pretty, I think it's a good word, radicalized on certain things. Well, he's on that fucking school he's board. On, there in yeah. Maga County and all that shit. And, and he's real radicalized on certain subjects and I'm yeah, bro. it's sad but a part of me is like you shouldn't be surprised just cause just cause Scott's a loose cannon but Scott's at least an entertaining loose cannon where like Rick's kind of like sometimes a cringe loose cannon exactly. and this is probably one that's gonna go into the cringe folder no you're just, you're more than right in that that's just, the just cause of the subject the person and all of everything that comes with this dynamic to where Scott will go off and it there's there's like a bit of entertainment in it. But when Rick does or Rick says something because because Rick's always been the level headed one, yeah. It 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 comes off a different way. I, I just but it is crazy to say that Scott's the fucking, you know, the woke one per se, as everybody would say in the modern world because yeah. it's more these yeah, he's the more open one. The more now, open, liberal, yeah. understanding one. And then Rick's yes. Yes. and then Rick's the polar opposite. You're exactly right. But I, I heard that and like I know I've I've heard of her name. I've seen like a match or two. I know I've listened to a couple of I think I listened to a podcast interview that she was on a while back and yeah. they asked her that they asked her about that subject. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." I'm like, "This is this is different." Yeah, Mike Shaw. He was like, "She, I'm sorry, she was an indie wrestler before the transition, and went away and came back." Bro, nobody, you wouldn't have been able to tell if 
if you wouldn't know, like if you would if you would have been a, a non regular wrestling fan, just a you know a non casual you know a lapsed fan, only watch an episode of Impact, and you're like, oh, who's that girl? You wouldn't be able to tell. You know what I'm trying? There's all yeah. you know, like oh yeah, you could. T-. You really think? No, you waited until she fucking said that was me. I'm a guy. You know, I was a guy. I was a male. Whatever the fuck, how you want to say it? So nobody gets mad. And now, okay. Now all of a sudden, people they could tell. No, it was the same dudes that were asking for the nudes. Now all of a sudden, they're like, "Oh God!" No, come on, man. Let's come on. Just saying. Just saying. But no, I I I saw that. It's usually I, them dudes. The yeah, I saw that. I saw the news of that Sunday, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" I was like, "No, please, no!" And then I was like, "Yeah, this is this is very much." I'm all right. <laughs> I was just like, "Okay, <laughs> like, damn it, Rick, damn it!" <laughs> they just you were just on WWE television a year ago. Going into the Hall of Fame. This was all supposed to be white white, like clean sleep. And fast forward a year, you do this. <laughs> like, God damn it. And that's what it is, man. Put his foot in his mouth real fucking quick. Real fucking quick. I don't know, man. I just some people just can't hide their hate. I don't know. That that's probably the best way to put it. And I it's, yeah. It's just weird to me. I don't know. Like I, I, it's disgusting to say the least. Nobody should have to go through that. Period. Point blank. You should be able to be yourself. Like I said in the beginning, as long as you're not hurting a child, as long as you're not hurting a fucking animal, as long as you're not hurting another person, physically, you should be able to do and be who you want to be. That's just my opinion. No, same, and I just I don't get why that's. I just don't get why some shit like this. Yeah, Yeah. everybody has one, and they all stink. So, one one time or another, usually they all stink. That's what I gotta say about that. Um. So uh, I had some attitude trivia here off the side for you. Okay. Uh, We can either save it for next week. Or no, we could uh, knock a couple out before we wrap things up. Let's do a couple. Let's do a couple. Let's. This isn't this isn't my strongest error, but I think it's just because no, everyone over. It's not everyone over obsesses it. It's but, from I'll say from eighty seven all the way up to ninety nine. Okay. Eighty seven to ninety nine. All right. I knew well, I was right. I got well. I got a puncher's chance. Yeah. I mean, bro, this is like my favorite era of wrestling. So I'm not even kidding. I don't even have the answer sheet here. And I was looking at some of them like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. I know I'm right on that. Some good ones. I'm going to have to fucking shuffle up the deck and grab you some goods. Yes, let's do it. Trivia time. I I don't mind. I don't mind a good trivia challenge. If if I don't have a trivia game like on my phone, I try to think of stuff on my own. And that's a little... That's kind of nice, a nice distraction for me to have. Hell yeah. All right. Shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. 
<clears throat> what we'll do here is we got five questions per card. Uh, I'll say, uh, I'll ask you, you pick a number one through five, and then we'll go by question that way. All right. Okay. All right. So <clears throat> we'll do it this way. Card one or card two, A or B. Let's go there. Okay. One through five, pick a number. Three. Three. Al Snow once appeared with what World Wrestling Federation superstar? In the movie Rudy. Smells fucking Rudy? Jeez. I've seen Rudy like multiple times. Wow. That answer. Uh, fuck, I wouldn't have guessed. I just seen the answer. It's crazy. Duke Drosy. I because I don't know. Because <laughs> I didn't even know that he was even in Rudy. <laughs> you wanna you wanna do a pass and grab another one? No, just let me know the answer, because 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 now this weekend I'll go back and watch Rudy, and now hint and hunt for it. Because then the Beast Seven. Oh my, real okay, yeah, I'm definitely gonna make that some something to watch this weekend. I would have never guessed Dan Dan Severin and Al Snow. Yeah, like that's that's such a weird casting for for Rudy. And so, not like ready to rumble or some shit. Yeah, yeah, no, you're exactly right. So I got another couple here. All right. <coughs> so we'll do another A and B here. Yeah. A or Roll B. 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 Oh, 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 not them all. Right. One through five. One. <laughs> wow. Okay. Ready for this? Who won the WWF Tag Team Titles at the 1995 Royal Rumble? A. I'm going to give you A through uh, C. Okay. You got A, One Two Three Kid and Bob Holly. B, The Tonga and Bam Bam. Or C, The New Heart Foundation. The 1995 WWF Royal Rumble. I'm going to go with A, one, two, three, kid, and Bob Ali. You are correct. Good All sir. right. You yes. Correct. You want to do another one from the card? Yes, sir. Let's go two, with two, uh, five. Five. Okay. <laughs> World Wrestling Federation superstar Golga idolizes who? Cartman. Eric Cartman, South Park. Yes, Eric Cartman, South Park. Very good. Yes, very good. All right. Let's do another. A or B? A. Okay. One through five. Let's go with four. Four. <laughs> Who interfered in Skip's match at SummerSlam 1995. Skip, played by Chris Candido. Oh, Stormy? What's that? Was it Stormy? No. It's going to be a simple-ass answer, and I'm going to be so fucking pissed. No, it's a off-the-wall one. 
Akushi. Huh? <laughs> what? Wow. Yep. It was a different, different time. <laughs> Bro. Different time. Yep. One, two, three, five. Let's go with. Did I say two yet? If not, number two. All right. This is only your second question. So you. Oh, okay. Who did the Bushwhackers defeat? R.I.P. Butch Miller. Actually, we just lost Butch Miller yesterday. R.I.P. Uh, who did the Bushwhackers defeat at the Royal Rumble 1990? A. The Hart Foundation. B. The Beverly Brothers. Or C. Jack and Raymond Rougeau. 1990. Bushwhackers 1990 Royal Rumble. C. The Rougeaus? You're right. You are right. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> All right. One, three, or five? Go one. All right. At the 1994 WWF Hall of Fame banquet, who inducted Classy Freddie Blassie into the Hall of Fame? Was it A, Regis Philman? B, Ray Charles, or C, Vince McMahon? I'm going to go with A, Regis Philbin. Ding. You are correct, good sir. That leaves us with three and five. Three and five. Just knock it down to number three. All right. Who lost the WWF World Heavyweight title match at SummerSlam 95? Wow, that's worded weird. SummerSlam 95. I was at that pay-per-view in Pittsburgh, PA. I know exactly who it was. I'll tell you who the champion was. You want to know who the champion was? Sure. That, that might give it away. No, no, or at least give me like a little hint, because... I Diesel think I'm pretty... was the champion. Yeah. If that helps. Yeah. Diesel was the champion. And it wasn't Sean that he was facing or Razor because they had ladder match number two right before. Four. So who was his opponent in the igloo that night? When in doubt, go with your heart, Brett. Nope. Damn. King Mabel, brother. Oh, God almighty. Yeah, okay. Wow. I've definitely etched some stuff out of my memory and King Mabel's one of them. Or oh, oh God. I was that worth going to? <laughs> he had the feud all the way up with you know Diesel until he pissed off Diesel and hurt Undertaker. Yep. What, what was that like at least a mildly entertaining main event? No, not at all. It was okay. Not, not. <laughs> I just, I was like, ah. Diesel got jacked off really quick in the match because he does a fucking leg drop to Diesel and it like goes right on his chest and Diesel gets pissed. Anyway, it's not good. So, number five, okay. <clears throat> Who won the WWF Intercontinental title? <laughs> At 
Wow. At In Your House, July of 1995. That's all it says. Yep. A random In Your House of July in 95. Who would be Intercontinental Champion around that time? Only a few. I I, I got it just because it's fixated. And all I can hear is a stupid catchphrase. Ahmed Johnson? Nope. No, 95. <laughs> no, I kept hearing it was good googly moogly. And I was like, it's got to be, it's got to be Ahmed, right? No. Okay. Um, Sean? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. We're having that feud at the time. <laughs> yep. See, I'm, I'm thinking Sean was moved on up or he was in that different transfer, but okay. It, 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 it kind of fits now. Not until after WrestleMania mm-hmm. 11 is when he was a full-time kind of like main event guy type of deal. But he won the Rumble of 95, went through that year, got all the way up to fucking Mania. You know, you know what the fuck I'm trying to say. He lost yeah. to Mania to Diesel and then had his redemption thing about not winning, turned face, became a fucking hero, whatever the fuck you want to call him. Boyhood dream comes true at Mania 12 after he wins the Rumble. Yeah. All right, Sean. All right. I, I, I definitely would have just not assumed that because of the time periods are all mixed in for me now. But all right. Uh, not so not so, so not too shabby. Not like too shabby. The I goddamn like Mabel thing fucked me up, but okay. <laughs> A or B. Let's go B. All right. Oh. One through five. Let's do five. B five. All right. <laughs> Who eliminated the Sultan at the Royal Rumble 1997? Was it A, the British Bulldog, B, Owen Hart, C, Steve Austin, or D, Jake the Snake Roberts? Steve Austin, C. Fuck! Ah! Oh. Um, I had to take another crack at it. Bulldog? Yes. Okay. Did I show you the card? No. (laughs) Nope. Nope. You didn't show me anything. All right. Ready? Two through five. Let's go two. Who eliminated Crush from the 1997 Royal Rumble? Was it A, Bret Hart, B, Steve Austin, or C, Phineas? Oh, Godwin. Phineas I. Godwin, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, pig. So yeah, God, yeah, God, so original. Um, oh, fuck. Brett? Steve, isn't he? Phineas I. Godwin. It, nah, God. Damn it. Yeah. This is gonna make me now go back and watch the Royal Rumble '97 all over again. <laughs> Be like, well, what the fuck am I miss? Three, four, five. Let's go four. All right. What was the name of Survivor Series 1998? Oh man, for real? I don't even have to look at this motherfucking shit. I know that right as soon as I start reading the question. Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. 
It's one of the last like big ones to have one of those surnames type of thing. Yes. No chance in hell? I'm blanking. Does it Deadly does... Games? The tournament for the title. Oh fuck. All right, that was bad. Mm -hmm. Within three or four, I'm sorry, three or five. Let's go five. All right. What is Cactus Jack's finishing maneuver? It is the double arm hook DDT. The name of it. Yeah. the double arm DDT. Okay, I was I was gonna say that or that avalanche amp. Elbow off the apron. I know that was the other one for a while, and then things change. Alarm hook DDG. We'll do another couple before we wrap it up. A or B? Let's go A. All right. One through five. A1. Who did Mankind defeat July 1996 in your house pay-per-view? Undertaker. Henry Godwin or Sean Mikes? Sean Michaels, isn't it? Final answer? Well, I know they had a match at In Your House that that that, that everyone loved. Mind games. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But what is that the one you're thinking of? Is that that's what I'm game? thinking of? And I'm probably gonna be off. You are wrong, good sir. July 96. Is that the start of the taker? When you get old, you are fucked. Never get old, folks, because you will your shit gets fucked. Um let, let, I'll go with Godwin. Because I'm, I'm gonna ding, ding, ding. Oh, all right, good. Cause I was gonna kick myself. And it was like, oh, you don't take like, oh god. Mm -hmm. I don't know. A lot of love for Godwin's in this episode. That's Jesus. right. Yeah. I was about to say, there's a lot of Godwin questions on each card. Yeah, man. Two, three, four, five. Let's go three. All right. Who were the announcers for the first edition of Sunday Night Heat? That's a good one. Ah, oh, that's a really good one. Sunday Night Heat, Sunday Night Heat. Jim Cornette and Shane McMahon? Bam. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I can because I can hear Shane's commentary. Yeah, but there's a hook here that's you didn't let me finish. There's a hook here. There's three announcers listed. Can you guess the third one? Shane, Jim. I'm gonna take a shot in the dark. Kevin Kelly? Nope. Oh, who the hell else would it be? Jim Ross. All right. It was okay. That should I wow. That 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 one was too easy. I just figured that JR would have just been the obvious answer, so it can't be. JR. <laughs> yep. Lord knows we use JR. Lord knows that we can use JR now. <laughs> well, I don't know, man. Well, I mean, on his game and invested Jr. Young Prime Jr. Not 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 weekends at Bernie's Jr. 
Bro, he's been just not good lately. He is. He is. He has been Professor Library Card because he has checked the fuck out, and I yeah. I can't be mad at him. So, we uh, did one three. Let's just go with the odd number again. Five. Okay. Who founded the Job Squad? We'll probably go with the easiest answer, Al Snow. Al Snow. Okay. I was going to say, that, that got to be. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Roll so it. Number two. Two? two? Yes, sir. Who, who defeated the Smoking Guns at the In Your House pay-per-view July of 96? The Headbangers... The Body Donnas or the Godwins? The Godwins? The Body Donnas. Ah! Wasn't sure. I didn't know if that was around the time when Chris finally just said F it and left and went back to doing his shit or not. Damn it. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. And, and number then, four. This one on there. Right? Well, Ready? Yeah. Number Who four, right? Vince McMahon's son. Who is Vince McMahon's son? That's literally the question here on number four. <laughs> Shane, Shane McMahon. <laughs> it says Shane. Don't even say like Shane. It says Shane. It just says Shane. Okay. Number four, Shane. All right. A or B? Go B. All right. One through five. One. <clears throat> this is a great one. Oh, God. Which of the following names is not one of Mick Foley's personas? Yeah. A. Cactus Jack. B. Dude Love. Or C. Quang. Quang. <laughs> C. Who the hell? <laughs> You don't I remember mean, Salvia Vega, the unlockable character in Raw on Sega? Oh, God. Yeah, Ninja? it's coming to me. Mm-hmm. On Raw on Sega, he was the unlockable character. I was like, what the fuck? Why? Why? He was on Raw for like a week. But anyway, Quang. Quang is not a McFully persona. <laughs> All right. Two. Two through five. Pick a number. Three. Three? Yeah. Who did Big Boss Man face at WrestleMania 5? That's a good one. Big Boss Man Wait, that's six. I'm sorry. You mean six? Six. V1 is six. Yes. Yeah. V1 is six. WrestleMania is six. Yeah. Just getting my Roman numerals right. Six. Think about it. I am. Who would you feud him with right after five? Oh, Akeem the African Dream. There you go. Bing, bing, bing. There it is. So you got two, four, or five. Let's do two. All right. What is the name of Dude Law Dude Love's theme song 
in the World Wrestling Federation. A. The 60s are back. B. Dude love. Or C. Hi, die, dude. I am going to go with dude love. Dude. I was thinking because I was thinking dude check and then I was like, that sounds right, but nah. But yeah. dude love. Yeah. All right. Four, five. Four. What move did the big boss man use to win his match at WrestleMania 6? WrestleMania 6. Sidewalk slam? Side suplex. Oh. I was off on the move. I was thinking side sidewalk slam. I definitely for a second thought like the Alabama slam, but I was like, that's not gonna happen physically. No fucking way. So <laughs> side suplex. Okay. <laughs> kind of makes sense. Number five. Name the World Wrestling Federation president that Big Bossman once had to see to get his referee's license. So who was the president back in the day? WWF is basically oh, the question. Yeah, Tony. There you go. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. All right. And we'll do uh, one more for the road. My choice. All right. I'm going to just grab a random card here. <clears throat> oh, damn. <laughs> Two-thirds of Mick Foley's ear was ripped off in a 1994 match in Germany against who? Vader. There you go. Or Big Van Vader. It has to be technical. Well, that was too easy, so let me give you one. <laughs> Owen Hart says he looked up to Billy Ray Robinson, Butcher Brashawn, and which other superstar growing up? Billy Damn. Oh boy. I'm going to take a shot in the dark and say Billy Wicks. Uh uh. Dory Funk Jr. I would not have guessed that at all. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> like, like, I was thinking regionally and what. And what he probably would have access to that would have not have come up. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Here we go. Here's the final question of the night for our first week of WWF trivia, which is going to be a mainstay. <laughs> oh yeah, we're gonna keep this around. I okay, got, I got so many. I'll show you when we get off here how many I got stacked. Uh, the Insane Clown Posse debuted with the Oddities at what 1998 WWF paper. My least favorite thing about anything is them. Um, 98. Uh-huh. It was a big one. and our, it, it was a big one. They had the... I don't want to give it away. It was a big one. 
One of the big four, I'll say that. But it has getting a the vibe. I'm getting the vibe that it's a SummerSlam vibe. SummerSlam what, though? SummerSlam. Was that? Was that Highway to Hell? There you go. Okay. That's it. Ooh. SummerSlam Highway to Hell. Oh, yes, this is super fresh. I'm glad we got this baby in here because that means now I get to exercise my mind on, on shit that I've probably pushed to the side. Hell yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> as we come to the close of the end of the show, we uh, used to have a segment, Give Thanks for Being Thankful. Well, it's kind of hard to, you know, be put on the spot like that every week. So what we're going to do this week is just uh, just say something we're proud of. Just say something we're happy for. Just say something that made us happy this week. Whatever. We're going to say something positive. That's all it is. Whatever it may be, something positive. Whether it be a quote you heard, something that happened to you, something you did, something you've seen, something positive. Well, I normally don't divulge with work because it's just it's one of those things where it's not a career, it's just a job you wake up and go do kind of vibe. Um, having to sit down with my boss and he, you know, goes over the reasoning for giving me a raise and. And stuff was pretty cool. Um, he's kind of standoffish and a little bit aloof at times. So to hear him say some of the nice things or the things he said was really puzzling or take took me back because I just figured he just, you know, sees me as just a number, another body. Yeah. So, yeah. So having that little chat was 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 very was very surprising. Well, so I'll, 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 so I'll, so I will say that. That's like the best that I that the best that I will muster without BSing or feeling like a pony. So yeah, that 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 one really threw me off. That's pretty fucking awesome, brother. That's pretty fucking awesome. That's a good one. That's a <laughs> great one to start the new thing. That's say something positive. That's fucking fantastic. Well, um, I have to flip it. Yeah. What is something that you are positive about? I'm trying to figure out the word on there. Um you know I own a business on the side in my yes, shoe you do. That. Um, we just celebrated our one year and you, you. we had the one year anniversary party but this week was our one year and uh, it's crazy to think about you know that that's you know, already a year and I gotta give a lot of credit to my son's mom, my wife she uh she made it work. She made it happen. Even when I thought it was it, and I was like, "Nah, maybe we should fucking just give up after like three or four months." She was like, "Nope, hold on." She's held out, and now we're getting so busy we don't even know what the fuck we're doing. <laughs> like, you know how we're gonna handle it because we had to like turn away some orders and stuff because we're just getting so much more busy and busy and busy and busy. I uh. We're making vegan cakes. We're the only place in our entire surrounding area that makes vegan fucking cake. 
Uh, we're moving into the, we're going to be making some vegan donuts. Uh, you know, just a few other baked goods other than just cookies. And it's, you know, partnering with other local fucking health businesses and, you know, small businesses that want to contribute to a, you know, better world is uh, a pretty cool thing. It's great to see other small businesses trying to do their small part, you know, one way or another. So I want to give a lot of credit to my son's mom. Yeah, that, it's still, it, whenever you mentioned it the other day, like I was like, holy crap, it's really been a year already. Like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> like, whoa, like I definitely thought it was longer, but that, yeah, it's interesting. Well, yeah, man, that's that's good. I know, I know, uh, it's only gonna get better. And once you can, you know, truly dive in, I'm sure it'll it'll hit a whole other level. Once you're like not held back on certain things, and and you can be there too, it's it's gonna flesh out perfectly. Yeah, yeah. one. That's what I even said to my wife. Like, once I can get here full time, you know, it's like. There's just certain days I can't because I have my other shoot job and I work overnights. So trying to do overnights and then getting done when she'd be going in to open the shop, there's no way I can stay up another eight, nine, nine and a half, ten hours some days and then have to go home and then still cook and clean and be dad and do, you know, whatever and then go back to work that night. Without essentially killing yourself. <laughs> yes. There's just certain ways certain days i just absolutely do it but on my other off days absolutely i have no problem with it whatsoever I have, it's our business why wouldn't i you know the sad thing is is her her family doesn't like me at all let's be honest let's just spew out a little bit of dirt right quick my wife's family hates me my mother-in-law my father-in-law uh, my stupid little fucking brother-in-law. They all hate me. So with that, it's, uh, I get nothing. Like, meaning with my son, with our business, uh, as a husband to their daughter, nothing. And it's just because of their pre-past judgment before they actually even took the time to try and get to know me. So they make it super awkward to where when they do speak to you, it's super awkward. Then they're like, oh, this kid's weird. He's awkward or he's fucking strange or, you know, this, that, or the third. So it, you know, essentially it's damned if you do, damned if you don't. So at least if my wife's getting the fucking props, hey, I'm all for it. Yeah, just take, just take the small victories. Yes. Give it to me. You know what I mean? Let her get the fucking props. But uh, yeah, there's my something positive followed with a little bit of something negative followed with a little bit of something positive. <laughs> Compliment sandwich. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, brother. That'll be our probably new... I don't know. We're testing the waters on a few things. So we'll see how this goes. And with, uh, yeah. with, fuck, with that being said, I'm Tom Casadega. I'm Ray Gray. Ray. Send them home with all the goods. All right. You can follow us on Twitter at the right hook pod 
And you can email us at rhrpodcast1 at gmail.com. And until next week, we'll catch you later. ACS. Peace. You son of a bitch.